Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Felicia Sanders with Chemsat C. Today we have Steve Smorders. He is responsible for Seaborne overall global sales effort in pretty much all the continent, including North America, Europe. UK, Australia, Asia, Middle East, and Latin America. And I actually stumbled upon Steve um, as part of the Dream Vacations franchise, and I thought, Seaborn has kind of piqued my interest because a lot of you guys like all-inclusive resort, and especially in the midst of pandemic, having a luxury, smaller, more intimate setting cruise line would definitely translate well with if you want to explore the world at this time. Um, and I would like to welcome Steve into our podcast show. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Felicia. Thanks for having me today. Really great to be with you. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you here. Um, and I'm really intrigued with um, your travel quotes that you... <laughs> what is your favorite quotes? And can you share that with our audience today? Yeah, my, my pleasure. And I thought that was so great that you asked for, for a quote. And uh, the one I've really been thinking a lot about lately is traveling. It leaves you speechless, then turns you into a storyteller. And I think that really encapsulates um, you know, the impact that, that travel has on everybody um, who really loves it and kind of the emotional connection it has with people. That's what's your some of your favorite um, destination that that leaves you speechless? Is there one that sticks out? Oh wow! You know Alaska. I've been three times to Alaska, and I think just the the beauty of it just always it never uh, you know ceases to surprise me and kind of the just remarkable things that you see when you're there. I think nature always just yeah. what captivates me. Um, you know, I live in California. And one of my favorite places is Yosemite. Um, you know, getting away from cruising, but it's just something about that uh, nature just like, just grabs you. It grounds you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Alaska just always, always does that to me. Now, did you do both land and cruise for Alaska or for people who haven't been to Alaska? What would you recommend? Yeah, I've done both and, and both are spectacular. But you know what, what I think is so special, and I've been on so many different cruises in my career, um, but I think what's really special about cruising in Alaska is you don't even have to get off the ship and there's so much to see, mm -hmm. um, beyond the beautiful ocean. Um, when you're doing like the inside passage, there's just one site after another, like nature is just all around you and it's, it's really incredible. Right. And, and honestly, for people who is listening, I actually got a cheat sheet because before this podcast recording, I had to sneak peek of the uh, the Seaborn Venture that is um, cruising this summer in Alaska, and I think I was blown away because I'm I'm personally not a cruiser, but when I saw the spa with the glass window over facing the uh, what it, I don't even know what it's called, but like it's it's basically ceiling to floor, right? The ceiling is amazing. Yeah, our um, so the Seaborn Venture is a brand new ship that's being built right now. Um, obviously, the pandemic has slowed everything down, so she's still being built in the in the shipyard in Italy right now, and we expect her to be delivered sometime next year. 
But this is going to be, I really think, the next evolution of expedition experiences. Uh, we've been doing expedition for a long time. Um, Seaboard Quest has been down in Antarctica doing amazing experience down there. So we've got a very experienced team that puts together mm -hmm. these great expedition experiences. But these ships are being purposely built just for expedition experiences. So um, when she arrives, uh, most likely she's going to start off doing uh, Norway and the Norwegian fjords. And then into the summer of next year, we're going to get her up into the Arctic. So you can do things like polar bear viewing, which, you know, and again, people who have done already done a lot of different experiences, like that's a, a completely different level. And what's really cool is these, these ships are equipped to do like any kind of expedition experience imaginable, things like zodiacs and, and you know, hiking experience and things like that, but also it has two submarines. And these submarines look like something like out of a James Bond movie. Amazing. And so, you know, really it's kind of, I think the ultimate bragging experience when you can think about, I went a thousand feet under the ocean in Antarctica. You know, it's those kind of experiences that you'll be able wow. to, to have on board these. So, you know, really looking forward to it again, it's going to be kind of the next level. And as you said, it has all the amenities that our Seaborn guests are used to having. Um, it's very much, I think the decor looks very much like a luxury ski lodge. Um, right. I think that's the best way to kind of talk about it. But like you said, there's, a, there's an amazing spa, all the amenities, there's ceiling to uh, floor. Uh, yeah, I can stay there all day. <laughs> oh, incredible. incredible. <laughs> now, um, for the spa, are those included as part of the Seaborn experience or do guests have to you know, obviously, probably there are some services that are included and some are not. Can you talk a little bit? Yeah, mostly the um, most of the seaborne experience is all inclusive. There are some exceptions. We're look, we're taking a look at the program right now to to see if there's other things that we can uh, include in our in our pricing. But uh, for all intents and purposes, most of it is all inclusive. What about the excursions that you mentioned? The submarines are those included, or do we have to purchase? Uh, so Extra. most land excursions, those are all um, separate. So you yeah. know, we want best to have the flexibility to, to take the experience that they want. Um, yep. So we try to make it very, very flexible. So uh, that's one thing that's not included is, is excursions. Now, when we're talking about the expedition on venture, um, a lot of those experiences like the Zodiac, that's all included. So the only thing that's separate is the submarine. The submarine is a, is a separate charge because it is very limited capacity. So we can't necessarily accommodate everybody on board. There's some cruises that won't utilize the submarine. Right. Um, so that's kind of the reasoning behind that. Oh, wow. That's, that's great. And I'm guessing even if you do, um, and did you say you have done submarines um, expedition? So there are other destinations other than Alaska that have done submarines excursions, correct? There are, yeah, there's a lot of destinations that will, but like, for example, um, the, the ship will go down like into the Amazon. And so if you're in the Amazon, going the submarine isn't really something that makes sense. So, right. um, so you know, it depends on the destination, but it's not just about, like the submarine is kind of a, a sexy thing to talk about because it's, it's really- It's really unique, fun. right. <laughs> but, um, but you know, that's, that's just one of the highlights. There's so much that, that, that this experience is going to bring to the surface. And, and you know, I think expedition is a really new emerging segment of travel, yeah. uh, especially people that have been all over the world. They've seen so many different things. I think expedition is the next thing that they're, you know, they want to see something different. They want to do something different. And um, expedition yep. 
to another level. So that's actually a good segue. So from your perspective, how, what is the Seaborne moments and what makes Seaborne different from the other cruise lines? Yeah, you know, there's so many great products out there, you know, not just cruise. And, and we don't really, we don't talk about ourselves necessarily as cruise. We think of ourselves as an ultra luxury experience at sea. Um, we've really modeled our ships to be like that. Um, so, you know, I think what we always hear from our guests is that they come back because of the service. And um, so interestingly, I've only been with the brand now for uh, a little over a couple months. Um, been actually in the industry about 20 years um, in the luxury space and, and whatnot. Um, but I did travel about three years ago on the Seaborne Encore. And I've been to so many different resorts around the world, so many different cruise experiences. And I came off that ship going, that's the best service I've ever had in any vacation experience. Oh, wow. It really blew me away. So when the opportunity came to come over, it was just like, it was a no brainer because it is really, really special from a service standpoint. And what really stood out to me is it's hitting all those luxury touch points that, that luxury guests are looking for, but it's done in such a way that it feels very, very authentic. It feels genuine. Um, you know, talking to crew, a lot of the crew members now, um, they talk about these Seymour moments, which is, is really like ways that we surprise our guests on board, things that they're not expecting. And the, talking to the crew, they take so much pride in that. They, they get so much joy out of creating those moments for guests and hearing that feedback from the guests. So, you know, I think that's the thing that's really, really special is the, the striving to create those Seaborn moments and really, really make this special. You know, I think us that all work in the industry, we're so close to it. And sometimes we forget, this is all about creating these amazing lasting memories for guests. And that's pretty special to have a job that, that we're doing that. And that's an I, important job. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't, and I think the crew since they are, you know, they're doing it every day, maybe they don't take it for granted at all, like, cause they're in it all the time and they just take so much pride in it. And I just, that's really, um, really impressed me um, how much pride um, they all have in delivering that kind of service. So I think it's all about the service. And they're, you know, I'm not saying, hey, Seymour's the best service in the world, but you know what? It's, it's up there at the top. It's, it's something that I have never experienced before um, in all of my travels. And, and everything in life, it always starts with the intention, right? And then, so if you set the intention to make those forgettable moments for people, that's usually what happens. And people, especially in the midst of pandemic, I know for myself, those were the moments that actually carry me through during the hard times, because you remember how you wow. feel during those wonderful unforgettable trips. And even now people would ask, like, we need something to look forward to, you know, 2021 just begins and, you know, some things are out of, outside of our control. And these are the things that we can take control and somewhat, you know, if we plan it properly, get with the right people, we can create those moments that we will remember for the rest of our life. Those are the things that are priceless in our life, right? Those, um, you know, I always think the, um, you know, lasting, enriching relationships that you have in your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. like moments that are just memorable. And, and part of that could be with a relationship, your significant other, your family. Um, but those are the things that we cherish and are priceless in our lives. Yep. And, and speaking of moments, are, um, who would be your ideal clients? Are, and is the ship family friendly or is it more for older adults? Like what's the typical demographics? 
Well, you know, we, we see more uh, uh, multi-generational families than you might think, uh, but I, I wouldn't say a lot. You know, it's, it's definitely um, for the affluent um, audience, but it's a very relaxed um, atmosphere. You know, I've heard country club thrown around, but I think that can be a misconception sometimes that people think that's a little, you know, um, there's no dress code, right? Or is there a dress code? No, no it's, it's very, very relaxed. Now, in the evening, you may see people get dressed up because some people like to do that, but there's not right. a of that. Um, you know, I think luxury guests, they want the flexibility these days to be able to do what they want, when they want, uh, to experience what they want. So we try to really create a, a relaxed, but um, also diverse um, different opportunities on board. So um, it, it's, a, it's a really nice, again, relaxed, genuine, authentic kind of feeling on board. Right, right. That's great. And one of my favorite destinations, you you mentioned it earlier, was the Norway. That was one of my bucket lists. And the Antarctica and also the um, the Mediterranean area, because I think a lot of people who have not traveled abroad, I think the Mediterranean seems to be the common place that they they would go first, you know, explore the Italian, the French Riviera, like, does Seaborn go? I'm, I'm guessing they do. You do, right? We do. You know, actually, Europe is, is one of our special specialty uh, destinations. We have so many different itineraries there. So, for example, in 2021, mm-hmm. um, we have a nut. We have two two of our, our uh, larger ships, uh, Encore and Ovation, are both down there in the mid, and they're doing sailing region between seven and fourteen nights. And we visit over 75 unique ports of call. And you know what's really interesting talking to our our head of itinerary planning. He used to be on board the ship, so he's really really passionate about putting together itineraries that are different and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have sailed the Med, but uh, as we all know, like the Mediterranean is spectacular, yeah. and there's so many small little intimate ports. And us being smaller ships, we can get into a lot of these smaller intimate ports. So he he really takes a lot of uh, uh, pride and passion in, in putting together itineraries that are different so that somebody's like yeah i've been to the med but i've never been to any of these ports yeah. um, so so that's really great yeah so europe uh is probably our biggest offering in terms of just the different selection as i mentioned we've got two ships on the med uh we've got another ship up in the med up in uh, northern europe another one doing western europe um and i think in um northern europe in particular we go to a hundred unique ports of call. Oh so, my gosh. How long does that take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just have so much to choose from. Um, so, you know, we, we really like having that, that flexibility for guests to, to really to pick it. They can pick an itinerary of going to places that they've never gone mm-hmm. before to get that great uh, seaborne experience on board. And that's honestly the best thing that I, I thought with smaller, more intimate setting the fact that you guys can go to all these local places because my style of travel is usually more like I want to be more of immersive like I want to explore the local culture having Mm -hmm. more time on port versus you know standing in the line with a lot of people especially right now and so just having the ability to kind of um get off the ship fast and then you go ahead and explore the area and only unpack one time that to me is like priceless it is. It is. And, you know, to, to your point, you said you're not a big cruiser, but um, yes. if, if you are somebody who loves kind of the private resort experience, and, and I think the advantage of that is, one, it's all inclusive, one, it's always someplace beautiful, um, and it's just relaxing. It's a relaxing vibe. And that's what we call our ships, you know, ultra luxury resorts at sea, because 
I don't necessarily see it as a cruise always, but it kind of fits all those molds. It's all inclusive. It's, you know, you're sailing in the ocean. It's always something beautiful to look at. Um, it's very relaxed on board. But then to your point, you want you unpack once mm-hmm. and you all these fantastic places without having to, the trouble of packing, packing everything back up, getting on another plane or a train or whatever it is. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's very, very unique in that it offers you uh, kind of the best of both worlds. Right. And, and I believe you guys are also one of the um, UNESCO partner, right? Because I'm a big environmentalist person. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that because yeah. we are the official partner of UNESCO. Um, so we take a lot of pride in that partnership um, right. that, that we do visit all these, you know, really important uh, historical uh, places around the world. So, you know, we, we, we have a number of, of partnerships, so we really are careful about who we pick to partner with because we want it to be the right fit for Seaborn. And UNESCO, I think, is, is a great example of that. Yes, that's, that's definitely such an important and, you know, for people, again, who loves to travel and explore local and having the ability to experience the luxury of, you know, the resort or even just like the American standard of luxury in Europe. You know, I know that the room may be slightly different standards right over there. This is kind of like a win-win because you have the standard of what we're used to. And when you go out there, you get to explore all, all the different local places without wasting your time, so to speak, on transportations and taking the train and hauling your luggage and all this stuff. And then having the immersive experience with a UNESCO partner, that's definitely something to be. Yeah. And then, and then staying with kind of the partner's theme, another partner that's I think really important to the onboard experiences are um, our partnership with Thomas Keller and um, oh. who are foodies know Thomas Keller is just yes. one uh, great <laughs> out there, uh, French laundry up in Napa, you know, it's a, you know, several month wait to get into one, to one of his restaurants and you have that free of charge on board, um, to what? as well. So, you yeah. know, incredible, uh, to have that as an option, long day, you know, making the most of being in whatever port you're in and then come back to your home for the, for the vacation and have a high-end culinary experience like Thomas Keller. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. The fact that his food is included as part of the fairs, that's that's amazing. I'll I'll be in the dining kitchen table all the time. Um, now, Steve, can you mention, um, you, you know, we've, we, we touch base on like, you know, what's coming up and the new Seaborn venture, which is all great. Is there anything that you'd like to mention? Like how would cruising be in the post-pandemic world? Yeah, yeah it's a really good question. I think it's probably the number one question we all get um, these days. And obviously it's a very fluid situation. You know, news changes from day to day. We're all waiting for that vaccine to roll out. But that being said, you know, we're, uh, Seaborn is part of Carnival Corporation, which is the largest cruise corporation um, in the world. And one of the advantages of being part of that, you know, larger corporation is that we have access to um, some of the most world uh, renowned uh, experts in, in that world, epidemiologists and scientists. And so we've been consulting with them as soon as the pandemic started, we reached out and put together this board of experts. And so we've been consulting them all along. And obviously we are kind of a little bit at the mercy of what the CDC says. This is what 
the experience for you to come back to cruising uh, and get ships back in the water. This is what you must do. Um, but we've been anticipating all that, talking to these experts. So, you know, we are already kind of one step ahead. Now, obviously, we haven't gotten the complete green light yet, but we are hoping to return to sail um, this summer. That's our plan right now. And uh, we, we are already implementing all of these requirements, which is going to be, you know, heightened um, uh, cleaning protocols on board, uh, heightened screening on board. You know, we already have one of the largest passenger space ratios in the industry. So we already are kind of set up for social distancing and things like that. Now, obviously, hopefully the vaccine happens uh, sooner rather than later. And so that won't be as important, but we are moving forward with implementing these protocols to, uh, to make sure that everybody's safe. You know, that is our number one priority. You know, I, th I think protecting the environment and protecting our guests and our crew, th those are number one and number two. And we're not gonna sail again until we have those things in place. Um, that is really the, the, the top of our list and priorities. But, you know, once we sail again, you know, I think sometimes cruising gets a bad rap. You know, every time we've had like, uh, even before the pandemic, you know, you get news would sensationalize something like a norovirus breakout, which in norovirus is very, very common, but people are saying, you know, oh, well, you know, a cruise ship, you know, you're, you're trapped and all these people get infected and everything. But you know what, you think about it, those kind of things happen like in say a hotel or resort all the time, but it doesn't get the same kind of sensationalizing. But when you think about it, cruising is actually one of the safest vacation experiences. And I'll tell you why, because it is a set population. And if you were screening everybody and you were really kind of cleaning and everything like that, you know, it's not like a hotel where people are coming and going. So you can really control it a little bit more than you can other experiences like that. So, um, you know, it, we've already had great cleaning protocol on board and, you know, and through all these like norovirus things that have happened in past years, we've continually in, heightened that. Mm -hmm. And this is just taking us to another level. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm fully confident when we're back in the water, it's going to be the safest experience out there. That's a really important point that you just mentioned, because I think it, it is true that, you know, in a cruise ship, yes, like if you implemented the right safety protocol, it is kind of easier somewhat to control it. And I think the other point too is, you know, because it is a smaller, more intimate setting, if anyone is listening to plan a, like a theme, trips with a certain group of people that's even better because then you know where these people have been <laughs> hopefully you're a part of the group too and you know it, it's e even easier to know where they've been and hopefully if, if it's a family group that's even better then you guys can control and having a little bit more flexibility and how much time you want together versus having the flexibility of taking a different excursion based on your interests right you know and we can do things like require you know a COVID-19 test before, you know, maybe several days before, and then possibly before they get on board. Now, I'm not saying we're going to do that, but these are all things that we're looking at. So, and again, that is kind of controlling the situation. If you're saying, okay, we've screened everybody, um, you know, obviously there's the, the timing and incubation and things like that, but it really does control it. If you're taking all of these steps and then, you know, having this, this heightened uh, clean protocol on board, I think you really are kind right. of covering all the bases of controlling the situation. Right, and I think it's also kind of like, you know, it's, it's almost like how, when you are having so much scrutiny of people kind of watching you through a fishball kind of lens, 
you probably tend to overclean everything to make sure people right. don't have anything to I'm say so against, right? <laughs> That's what I noticed too, because it's like even going to the airport, it's like it's cleaner than going to the grocery store, you know, because like oh, they're yes. just getting so much yeah. heat. Yes. <laughs> well, I, think, I think there's going to be some things that will change on board. Like, you know, we like we have like um, one dining area that has kind of buffet, you know, all, all ships do. Mm-hmm. But now that'll be... Um, the crew will serve your food for you. So it's almost like take, making the experience a little bit better in some ways too, because yeah. uh, you know you just point what you want and then, you know, we've got great staff that'll serve it for you and bring it to your table. And so, uh, you know, there's some things that will change that maybe will make the experience even better. Now, is there anything that will change with the dining experience other than what you mentioned? Um, do we need to make a reservation ahead of time because of the pandemic or is there anything that we need to be aware of? No, um, it's just really kind of the different protocols that will be in place. And those are all on our website on seaborn.com. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you are interested in, in what the specifics are, um, we do have those protocols all laid out there. Now, um, getting into the specifics of what exactly the CDC will require, you know, they have given us a framework for returning to sale, but that's, again, always evolving. So as things change, we adjust those um, protocols mm-hmm. on, on our website. But th- that you know that's the plan now. Again, we're, we're planning to return in May, but we'll see. We'll see what um, you know how how things go. But um, we're optimistic. Right. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know yes. we get to sail the world and the world opens back up again. Well, a lot of travel, right? I mean, we yeah. You know, you're hearing it all the time. People are dying to get out there and travel again. And you know, I think nothing else during the pandemic. We've learned to have a greater appreciation for a lot of things that maybe sometimes we took for granted. So um, travel is one of those. Those of us who are passionate about it, we can't wait to get out there. Yes, absolutely. Time is non-refundable, so get out there. Um, and speaking of um, you know, traveling, right? When do you think is the good time? A good time to book. So for people who are listening, who might be interested in checking out maybe yeah. the Med or you know Alaska. Like, what's your uh, flexibility in case if they do need to cancel and is now is a good time to book? Yeah, great question. We've we've got a policy in place right now called Book with Confidence. Mm -hmm. So you can cancel um, up to 30 days before you're sailing without, you know, you get get full refund and things like that. So we've tried to make uh, booking policies much more flexible right now. Um, And then we've also put in policies to really encourage guests to book and pay in full sooner rather than later. So we've got a, um, we don't do a lot of discounting on price, very, very uh, little. Um, so we are doing a 10% discount right now uh, if guests book and pay in full. So on a seaborne sailing, 10% can be a significant oh, amount. Oh, very much, yeah. So it's a great time to book right now to do that. Um, so, uh, you know, we're trying to do things for the guests to encourage them. And again, they've got that flexibility that they can cancel if they want to. So yeah, you're paying in full, but you can get all your money back if, if, if you need to cancel later or if you're not feeling completely confident. So uh, again, we're trying to make it very, very flexible for guests. Um, and, um, you know, we, we know everybody wants to book, but they do want that, that peace of mind. Yeah, that's peace of mind for sure. That's wonderful. And what about um, the top destinations? Is there any, for, especially for people who, who have never sailed before, what would you recommend? Well, we, we talked a little bit about Europe and I think Europe is fantastic. It's cruising works so well there because there's so many places that you want to see, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously we, we can't get to the interior of Europe. There's so much to see there as well, you know, but you know, people do like river cruises there and that, 
that's a, again a great way to see a lot of places but there's so you know in europe so many major cities are close to the ocean so and we really kind of go everywhere so i think europe is a great option uh people who maybe don't want to travel quite that far we are going to be in alaska this summer so that's a great option we're doing vancouver to juno um so yeah, and, and like I said, our ships are a little bit smaller. So someplace like Alaska, we can get into some more intimate places that uh, everybody else. But you know what? You'd be surprised. We are getting a lot of great demand on our 2022 World Cruise um, that will be leaving about a year from now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it's a little counterintuitive right now that people will be booking something so long as a World <laughs> Cruise. But um it's been really impressive to, to see that kind of demand um, out there for something really long like that. So, um, and that sailing is going to be going from Los Angeles to Athens, leaving next January 11th, almost exactly a year from now. Yeah. Um, it's 145 days. It goes to five continents and 28 countries. Um, so, uh, again, we're seeing great demand on that. So, it's a, you know, it's a good indication that people, they're ready to go travel um, and they're just waiting for the green light. Yes, once the green light is on, <laughs> off to the race as you go. <laughs> and I guess that kind of brought up, you know, I guess to coming to a close, that is kind of a, a great segue because I think right now is a great time if you all like thinking about, you know, where to go next, especially with what Steve mentioned, it has a 10% discount. And this gives you the experience that you probably are looking for anyway. And with the flexibility and the peace of mind right now, especially, I mean, you have nothing to lose. And if you're interested in more information about Seaborn, I'll be posting more details on the podcast details. And then we're also going to be probably releasing a video um, coming up um, the new Seaborn Venture and you guys can see the submarines and the spot ceiling that I, I mentioned earlier um, and you get the idea of what this level of service looks like so until next time I hope you all are staying well I hope you're staying hopeful and until next time take care Ohana you don't gotta understand all you gotta do is take this ride yeah we don't gotta make no plan right until we see the morning light when the rising sun hits your face i know that i am at my pace yeah i'm just trying to understand do you ooh, ooh, believe in love Ride out to the moon in my space coupe We just vibing in the city of the angels Don't believe them things they tell you cause it ain't true Just give me your honesty, I give you my trust You got the best on earth, I feel just like rust Let's go to the stars, yeah, I think we'll fit in perfect Baby, let your guard down, you ain't gotta be so nervous Tell me, tell you everything, you ain't let me get a word in We don't belong in this place anyway I want for